Buyer here, welcoming you to Season 3. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing! Oh my gosh, Green Future Growers, Happy 2021! It's really Tuesday, December 29th when I'm recording this, but... 2021 is right around the corner and I have so many exciting things for you. You are going to love season three. I was a little apprehensive about going off the mic for two months, but I think it has paid off. I have 10, 11, 12 great episodes in the bank. I just got off the phone with Patty Armbruster who called me because she is going to start a new show on Fridays that I think we're going to air. Well, it's going to be a new It's going to be YouTube live question and answer called ask Patty how to grow healthy food. And she is going to talk about everything from where to order your seeds from to how to process meat, how to grow food. She's going to do your questions, questions Robin Kelson has got, questions she's got. She's going to answer things like you wouldn't believe. So make sure you get your questions sent to me, sent to her. Let me see. What is her email? I just had her email. Um, I don't know. Send them to me and I'll forward them to her. My email is um, orgpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always get me at mikescreengarden at gmail.com. Um, org podcast at gmail.com. Um, either of those will work. Uh, there's a contact form on our website you can submit through. Um, anyway, ask Patty how to grow healthy food coming to you live Friday afternoons, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Montana time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be every Friday. She's going to do it through the summer. Um, answering your questions live on YouTube. So can't wait for that to start. Um, you know, Patty Armister has so much information out there. Um, so get those questions coming in. So that's so exciting. The regenerative farmer asked Patty how to grow healthy food. Um, because she said that Robin was telling her these regenerative farmers have these regenerative farming questions. I just finished reading Nicole Masters, um, for the love of soil. And then I told Joe Lample, I'm going to mail it to him because I think he's going to love it. Um, if you haven't read that, it's just, she intertwines. She's visited all these farms. Um, you can go back and listen to my interview with Nicole. She talks about her five M's. I think it's microbes, minerals, management, organic matter, and mindset. Um, I have some great interviews. I can't really wait to release Daniel Mays on January 1st from Frith Farm. Frith, I want to say, is the English word for friend. Oh, my goodness. This man drops golden seeds. He just wrote the, uh, I want to say it's the organic no-till vegetable farm. Um, where he talks you through if you want to get into farming. Um, just fantastic. I uh, can't wait to share that with you. He was just an amazing guest. I edited it yesterday. The um, episode 351 is with Sharon Lovejoy, who is, I, I just wrote her, I was like, 
is your name love joy is that really or is it just because it's such a joy to talk to you and i just loved talking to her and learning her journey she talks about um she lives in california and then in maine in the summers growing fruit trees and just tons of food in california and then also her perennial um garden beds in maine uh, just so many great interviews coming at you. Uh, Christina Wilhelmy, Wilhelmy from Gardener. I don't know why I always call her Christina. Her name is Christy. It's been Christy. But in my mind, she's Christina. But Christy Wilhelmy from Gardener. Um, Nikki Jabour signed up. I'm going to talk to her soon. Um, and then uh, I, JM Fortier, I just interviewed and released his thing about Growers Incorporated. I'm spending my um, $600 check. Half of it's getting split between him and who did I just get a phone with? Brandon Yost. Oh, Yost. Brandon Yost, who I just got off the phone with two seconds ago about um, his, he started vegetable, like vegetable, vegetable a food truck, but then he ended up launching how to get your farm business started. If you don't want to do farm, like all sorts of alternative things out there, or if you do want to do farming, um, just, he has the urban farm bootstrap farmer. Um, cause Mike and I were going through, what are we going to spend our check on? And we pretty much have to, I'm 90% sure either invest it in our business or it's just going to go to income tax anyway. So We'll each probably get a $600 stimulus check. So we decided we need a grow light. He needs, he wants the heavy duty plastic because twice his plastic ripped through last year and he's just tired. It's ripped through right now. He wants some of this heavy duty, uh, four year or six year guarantee. And, um, that's what Brandon sells. That's how he's making his living. Now his money comes in from bootstrap farmer. Um, and he's, he talks about victory lunch club and they have so many videos, um, on his urban farmer free courses. I'm going to take, what was it called? The smart, uh, the mini ag product, M A P minimum agricultural product, how to run a smart club, a salad club. Cause I, my stepdaughter and I have been talking about getting a, uh, a food truck and he talks about how challenging it is to make it on a food truck. He, he likes the subscription model better. And I was saying, I always thought, you know, if somebody came to the school where the teachers were one day a week, I'd be much more, you know, likely to support a CSA if they delivered it right to me where I worked or I was laughing at him. Cause I was like, I really always dreamed about somebody coming and cleaning my car while I was in the classroom. Cause our cars are all just sitting in the parking. Like how would, easy would that be? You go to the parking lot, you vacuum everybody's car, you clean it. You know, I used to take my car to the oil change people just so they would clean my car. But anyway, you know, a salad subscription, a bountiful gardens, like he's got all these great things. So I think you're going to be excited to hear season three. I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, the rockstar millennial book that I took off, uh, September and October to work on is finally coming into place. Um, it's kind of crazy because I, I started this third book project, which is like this novel about this couple, like, remember how Mike and I were looking at buying this farm in Maine? And so when I was stuck on Rockstar Millennial, um, I started writing this, this novel that just like, I could just hear the words, just like when I looked at the pictures of it, I could hear the conversations of the people. Like I'm up to 75,000 words 
um, of this novel, like, so it's like as if we had bought the farm and all the challenges we're facing. And so it's, it's kind of funny because Jam Forte, he's like, oh yeah, we call that farm, farm start and all the challenges that you face and, and whatnot. So anyway, but somehow writing the, the novel about the story, the, the rockstar millennial thing finally clicked into place. And so I, I, I'm pretty sure the proposal's done and ready to go back to the publisher that I talked about the outlines done. And now the sample chapters are, um, you know, I kind of figured out it should be like, this is what I originally thought it would be like, you know, here's two biographies of these people born in, you know, 1992 and 1993, 1994, you know, two people from each year. But then doing the outline, I realized it should be like moms and dads, backyard gardeners, scientists, nutritionists, like kind of going that way and picking. And then also like in the ghostwriter school, he has all these questions where you're answering like obstacles. Like he breaks it into three parts. What's their obstacle here? What's their, you know, what's like, what, what's in their mind that's holding him back? What's their actual physical obstacle holding him back? Whatever. I took all the questions people have asked me either in the Facebook group or they've emailed me or like my guests, you know, I ask everybody what's a question. So I have all these questions. What do people want to know? I plugged him into his outline. So I'm like, oh, well, Amelia Schmitz answers this question and AJ Olson answers this question. And, um, you know, Danny Swan answers this question. And so kind of matching them up, I realized it fit better with these 12 categories or chapter heads. And then, so anyway, that's where rockstar millennials coming from. And remember they're rockstar millennials cause they were raised by you amazing baby boomers. Um, and then there's the special plus for the Zionials and us Gen Xers out there. And just, I don't know. Anyway, um, I hope you're excited to go into 2021. 2020 has been such a hard year. I can't believe I called it the year I smiled last January. I'm not sure if I smiled more or smiled. Yes. If you're not coming to laughter yoga with Kathy from Kathy's Crawley Composters, I'm showing up every Tuesday. It seems to be working for me. I would love to share you there. If you think you can't laugh for a half hour, there's a secret. All you do is say, ha ha ha. Ho, 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 he, he, he. You just say those, you know, H-A-H-O-H-E three times in a row. It helps you laugh. It helps you smile. It's a fun little group. There's been between, usually there's about 16 people that show up and it's kind of fun to see the different screens. I'm getting to know those people. I've been showing up, so it seems to be working um, for me, she goes through it. Like, it's interesting. There's a little bit of that tapping. I used to do tapping in school. If you don't know what tapping is, there's different parts on your body. You're, you're putting out toxins when you touch things. It helps calm your mind. We do, she has all these great little things. Like we wash our brains. We do like mental floss. Like there's little games today. We did this salad bowl or fruit bowl thing. Like you might think there's no way I'm going to laugh. Maybe you have enough laughter in your life. Um, you know, we've been pretty secluded here. I'm, um, you know, I didn't take a classroom job this year. I've been working virtually for some podcasters. I've been getting a little bit of unemployment and just, you know, we're right on the edge. I don't know what's going to happen come February when my unemployment runs out, but that's part of why I'm like, keep asking my stepdaughter. I'm like, one, she's one of the top five bosses I've ever had. When she ran the pizza truck, she's still in you know, I've had 53 jobs, I think, and she's still in my top five bosses. She's just great boss, just like her dad. 
Um, she's got the background knowledge. She did it for two years. Um, it paid really well. I mean, you know, to me anyway, it was short, it was short shifts, like six hours. It was close to my house. Um, I didn't have to drive anywhere. I got to eat healthy food. I got to make a pizza at a place that I would pay $25 for. And I got to take one home for free every night. I mean, to me, there were lots of perks. Um, and I was also talking to the guy I just got off the phone with, Part of the reason I'm bugging her is because before we worked, before she worked at the pizza place, we worked at the golf club for this lady who has a food truck in town and they shut down for the winter. And part of me thinks, well, they probably shut down for the winter because she didn't like the cold either. They don't want to be out there in the cold. Now it could be they weren't making enough to make it worth it. I don't know, but I just was like, why don't you see if we could rent that truck for the winter? And then she's like, well, I want to do this other thing. We both want to do uh, like a wraps. And I think wraps are a good one because it uses a lot of rice and beans, which aren't expensive. And maybe if we could grow farro, which we want to grow, which they're growing over on the east side, both as a cover crop, I think, but also because it grows with dry farming. You know, I read about farro in Liz um, Carlisle's Lindell Underground, is where I first heard of it and I bought it from Timeless Seeds. And if you buy farro, like my mom was complaining to me, oh, I wanted to buy that farro, but it's so expensive. And it's F-A-R-O, F-A-R-R-O. It's a, it's a rice. So it's a green, um, it's a nutritious rice. It's got a little more bite than regular white rice or brown rice. It's got like a nuttier flavor. So it's really wholesome. I love it. Um, so I thought, you know, what if we could make rice bowls? And then I've also been kind of going with this, like, you know, Ed Evanston with the Cottage Foods. I've never forgot his interview, which has been downloaded a ton of times. You know, the Cottage Food, food bowl, um, Bill in Montana was to get value-added products. And so since Mike and I have struggled, you know, I've never felt like we have enough to go to the farmer's market and set up a regular farm booth. But what if we could bring food? So now... Um, Brandon that I just got off the phone with, he was talking about the subscription model where he would like get the subscriptions by like he would take orders on Thursday and then go to the store Friday, buy the food that he didn't grow that he needed, whatever he was going to cook on Saturday. And then on Monday he delivered these, um, glass jars full of like a salad bowl veg tea bowl so he'd make these little salad bowls and glass jars and it was a subscription service so you traded your other glass jar in you got a new one he delivered like seven jars of salads you had your pre-made food for a week or something i don't know how it worked but you know you could order three of them you could order seven of them whatever you wanted just i don't know i have to go check out his website like i found him like three days ago he's got a podcast and um anyway who knows what will happen, but just excited to bring you tons of golden seeds, um, trying to help you live a greener life. Um, I'm working on a children's book about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that I've been painting the watercolors. Oh, I, I don't think I've mentioned this on my podcast, but right after the election, um, I ordered, immediately ordered a t-shirt for the Georgia Senate race. So, um, if you haven't heard about this, um, there's a, the Reverend Warnock and then John Ossoff, O-S-S-O-F-F are running for this. There's a runoff in the Senate. And if they win the Senate, we will have a democratic control of the Senate, which means that Mitch McConnell won't be able to wield his unyielding power 
And Joe Biden will actually be able to get some things accomplished. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the people who have signed on to the Green Deal might be able to actually get that legislation put into action. And if you think the Green New Deal is a pipe dream, you know, China built a train, an environmentally friendly, super fast, high speed train that would run if it was in the United States, would run from New York to L.A. in a year and a half. So to say that the it is a pipe dream, I mean, who was that I was just reading about? Eisenhower made our road system in 1970? Like, we didn't always have an interstate, not Highway 90, I guess, across. Like, they just did that, like, in the 60s and 70s. Got every road paved from California to New York. Like, we need to have these big dreams. We can put them into the action. The Green New Deal will create, you know, good quality union jobs that pay well, that provide a decent living. I mean, if you don't know about the Rand report that just came out, I think in September that talks about how like, you know, $30,000, you know, I made 32 five last year as an elementary school teacher was my contract. That would really be 64,000 pretty much in 2020. If this was 1975, 1985 when I graduated. And that's what I always feel like. I told the two teachers I was standing there. I was like, I want to make 72,000 take home. And they looked, their eyes popped out of their head. Well, no wonder I think that because when I was 21, you know, my paycheck reflected more of that. I was able to put a little money into savings. I was able to pay my student loans. We are the working poor. It doesn't have to be this way. The Green New Deal will help us get it out of there. That's why I love talking to these rock star millennials who are creating green jobs. Daniel Mace has nine full-time employees on his farm. Are they getting paid great wages? Well, he pays a little more, but they do get room and board. They have a great job that, you know, their, their bodies are healthy physically. They're providing a good product. You know, they're learning. Maybe they're not going to do that forever, but they're starting out, you know, it, it, I just, I totally support the Green New Deal. I love the pictures of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It's been so fun. I've been reading um, Stacey Abrams' book about how she, you know, built that coalition down in Georgia. They've got the systems in place. And then I found a great new podcast. Hillary Clinton started a podcast called Between You and Me. It is the real, authentic Hillary Clinton interviewing people. It inspires me to get out and walk. So I started this thing called run your or walk your warnock run your ass off 2020 challenge i'm trying to run or walk combined 93 miles before january 5th which is the election day and so i asked people to pledge $20.20 towards their campaign i didn't ask them to do it to me because technically early voting started december 14th and so i wanted the money i started my challenge december 1st and it was funny because I got the t-shirt in the mail like November 30th. And so I was so excited to put it on. I went in the shower and by the time I got out of the shower, it's like, oh, that's it. I'll do this challenge. I'll, I'll challenge myself. And I, and I bit off a little more than I could chew. You know, the run for Ruth one was 87 miles in October was a little bit easier for me. So I, I am struggling. I have 37 miles still to go with only eight miles left. So 
I might not quite hit my goal. I can't guarantee that I'm going to hit 93 miles, but I'm trying. It gets me out there. Listening to Hillary and, and, and looking at these pictures of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, talking about her high heels and how many miles she walked in her high heels and getting them wet. And she's got, you know, folders and, and she's out there meeting people. All I have to do is walk down my road in the snow to meet my challenge. And it, it just makes me feel like I'm doing anything. People pledge $75. Um, Eileen Catrone, the listener of the year, actually sent me the copy of her $25 that she donated to their campaign. So if you support a Green New Deal, I hope you it's not too late. If you know someone in Georgia, if you're in Georgia, please show up to vote. Get out there. You can I mean, it's really going to make the big difference between Joe Biden getting in there and being able to do something to say nothing of like John Ossoff is this human rights documentary um, maker, like he's, he, he's like totally my type of person. I don't know much about the, the Reverend Warnock person himself says much, but I do know the person he running against is so against all my values. That woman is like pure corporate greed. Like I don't want her in there (laughs) for sure. So if you're listening to my show, again, you can learn how to grow a tomato a lot of places. And I do appreciate you listening. And I will try to bring you advice on and how to, I mean, we've all learned from my mistakes with my tomatoes this year. I didn't water enough. Um, I didn't get my calcium circulating. If you listen to JM48, talk to me about how it was my, he puts a, um, a spray foliar of um, like seaweed and a combination of different things to solve that problem, to get his calcium in there, to keep the blossom end right away. But for me, it was obviously water. I mean, I, I sent him our, and I actually found someone, the guy from Bozeman MSU is going to go through my soil test with me. I just saw he booked, uh, I think January 18th, he's going to come on and go through that soil test I got from, um, Christina McKinnis with me and talk about what to do and what not to do. I was like, so should I grow peas as a cover crop? And he's like, that's not going to help you. Your potassium is already, and your PK is already high. I don't know why you would do that. So as Mike has been saying, which as always, Mike is right. Um, that's not what we want. So, uh, anyway, I I totally like, I, in the bottom of my heart that you put your earbuds in, I show up for you. Will this podcast make money someday? I don't know. I don't care. It is a labor of love because I love that you are trying to be a great gardener, that you're trying to make our earth a better place, that you're listening to these people, um, that you listen to me. I was thinking about a garden challenge for 2021. Um, Daniel Mays talks about maximizing your photosynthesis. Patty Armbruster, when she was here this summer, talked about, I put the video of Patty that I took when she was here on the Daniel May show notes, thinking about doing a 2021 garden challenge. Can you maximize your photosynthesis? Because everybody seems to agree the most important thing. And I think I originally heard this from Megan Kane, who also was booked and coming back to talk to you guys. Um, she tries to, when you harvest something, Get something in that ground growing a green manure within 24 hours, whether it's your next crop or whether it's something for your soil. Don't leave bare soil. Nature doesn't have bare soil. We don't want bare soil. We want to maximize our photosynthesis. So Daniel May says he's trying to get away from tarps, although it wasn't his toolkit. So, and if you need a tarp, um, the bootstrap farmer is a great source. His prices are affordable. Again, I said Mike wanted it. Um, and so I don't know, 
happy 2021. Hopefully we're going to come out of this mess um, on the other side, trying to stay positive. Um, hope you are too. Hope you'll either buy a t-shirt for the Ossoff campaign or just give them a couple of dollars or call somebody, you know, in Georgia, write a, write a, um, postcard to someone in Georgia. I don't know. There's only eight days left. Get out there and walk some miles, raise awareness. Like that was my, I, I called it the 2020 walk your Warnock, run your Ossoff awareness challenge. The most important thing is we get people in Georgia to show up. Um, welcome to season three. I hope you like it as much as I do. Happy new year, everybody. Hey there, green future growers. Would you like your friends and neighbors to create an organic oasis too? Would you like others in your area to learn about earth friendly practices for their gardens and yards? If so, we would love it. If you would share the organic gardener podcast with your local community or college radio station today. Thanks again for listening. And remember grow local.